everybody, and welcome back to Expand Cool, where we dive deep into the things that we think are worth talking about. I'm Kevin. And I'm Sam. And today we're talking about Howl's Moving Castle. Miyazaki movie? Not, you know, an original Miyazaki movie. This one was actually based on a book that was made into a trilogy, but Miyazaki movie nonetheless. Studio Ghibli. Um, And for this week another discovery episode so sam has just watched this movie for the first time ever ridiculous yep. i know <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> definitely a little embarrassing <laughs> well it's it's only more ridiculous just because i mean you are a big fan of the miyazaki movies right i really am that is 100 percent accurate i don't know why i never saw this one i think that we just never watched it when we are in college with our friends, so I just didn't see it. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And usually, I mean, and it isn't a Ghibli original, so... Right. Um, I mean, the go-tos are, like, the Spirited Away and, you mm-hmm. know... Princess, Princess Mononoke. Mononoke. Yep. Yeah, Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but this one, it, you know, I'm not going to compare it to the other Studio Ghibli movies, but I love this movie. It's one of my favorites, and... So I was shocked to hear that you hadn't <laughs> seen it, so I had to pick it for this episode. It was a good choice. Well, that was what I was going to ask, you know. How, did you enjoy yourself? I really did. It really did feel like a Miyazaki film. I mean, there were great characters. You really were interested in the world and the storyline. You know following all of these characters in a Miyazaki film is always great because you just fall in love with them and you're like along for the ride. You're like, yes, I am glad I'm here. (laughs) Uh, Agreed. And they always take advantage of the fact that, you know, this is a cartoon and Mm -hmm. so the characters get to be like... Ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous (laughs) or like you know, caricatures, like, you yes. know, only have such specific features or, like, uh, specific personality traits. Yeah. And that makes you love them all the more because, like, you know, you latch on to, like, that type of personality. I mean, like, like Calcifer in this movie, for example, is, like, <laughs> just, like, sarcasm mm-hmm. embodied. And that's just okay because also... Well, he's not even a dude. He's just a little ball of fire. Right. <laughs> like, yes. It doesn't matter what his personality is. Well, and it's funny because, like, you know, sometimes he's explosive, which is like, okay, yeah, he's fire. Like, he's going to be a little <laughs> hot-headed, you know? <laughs> right, yes. It, so it he, makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Like like you were saying, they could be caricatures of themselves. And, you know, he was probably one of my favorite characters, if not my favorite character like it's really hard to decide because i loved every single character that they had in here um i mean some of them were obviously more entertaining or more likable than others but i really enjoyed every single character i saw and all of the ones that were like like, he and the dog, he didn't even talk. He just made this little, like, weird, like... Like, whimper. Like... <laughs> yeah, like, cough. Yeah. Whatever. And he was, like, absolutely adorable, and his facial expressions were hilarious. And he's a dog, like... So, yeah, I mean... He didn't really contribute to the plot whatsoever. Oh, gosh, no. Like, he... I love at the end where she's, like, traitor. 
<laughs> right. when he's like with them and showing her that like everything's all good he got his heart you know spoilers <laughs> um but i i mean it's just yeah i really enjoyed each character and i feel like that's a really i i've found that to be the case in every miyazaki film that i've watched more or less yeah i would agree and I mean, <laughs> along with like Heen the dog, you have you have a turnip, turnip scarecrow. Head. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, he doesn't talk. He bounces it around. Just bounces and <laughs> and it's adorable. You know, he's he's drying out the laundry. Yes. And <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he like brings her an umbrella. I oh my gosh, that really was heart wrenching. I was like, oh my god, that's adorable. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, and again, he doesn't say a word. Yes, and okay, funny thing with that is that <laughs> when she kissed him and he turned into the prince or whatever, I was like, damn it, I was really hoping him to just stay as <laughs> To just be turnip head forever. <laughs> and then it was so funny that he was like, oh yeah, my true love has to kiss me or whatever, and, and then like he sees her with Al and he's like, Damn it! <laughs> like, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> yeah, I, and I like that. You know, yeah, it's like that true love trope, and then it's like, oh, but not love actually. Triangle. And then he's like, he's like, oh, that kind of sucks. But you know, eh. all right, time to go back. Right. <laughs> at least I'm not. At least I'm not a scarecrow right. anymore. My imagination is that his love for her was because like she had helped him. Like it was, it was a very surface level right. love because he was he was a scarecrow. Like. I feel like maybe he embodied that when he was, you know, following her around. And then once he became human, he was like, oh, right. Why would I love her necessarily? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Less romantic love and, you know, more, you know, platonic love. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, We got to bring it up because we always bring it up. We're changing the name of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how, how, how did I think you I like, know. how did you like the music in this movie uh it was really really good and i watching this movie i made sure to really pay attention to details because mm-hmm. you know i knew that we were going to be talking about this and i mean miyazaki films in my opinion really draw you in so the music I thought was fantastic. It, you know, was somber when it needed to be somber. It was upbeat when it was, you know, there wasn't any surprises. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and it's like variations on a theme. That yes, just the, exactly. the main theme is so damn good. Yes. <laughs> that they can just play it throughout the whole movie in different ways, you know? Yep. Uh, it's uh, one of my favorite themes period for movies is that theme it's it's just so rock solid if you can make a whole movie with one theme it's a pretty good theme (laughs) (laughs) even star wars needed more than one theme (laughs) right yep i and one of my favorite things about that theme is the first time you hear it in its like upbeat fashion Mm is like for me kind of sets the tone for like what kind of movie this is going to be is when Howell takes Sophie up into the air and then teaches yep. her how to w- walk and fly. Yes. And then the music starts playing all, you know, joyfully. Uh-huh. Uh, the first time I saw that, I was just like, this is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a fun time. This is great. Right? Okay. Let's, let's really quick talk about 
how ridiculously suave Howl is. <laughs> Oh, Christian Bale did such a fantastic job with his voice, like all like low and alluring and really draws you in. You're like, oh, yeah, he's a playboy, you know, like a playboy wizard. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah, Christian Bale did a really good job. And I love (laughs) I love that he plays, you know, a really, really good howl. And then when howl starts turning into a bird that he gets to become the dark knight right (laughs) literally where is she where is she oh my god it's straight up his batman voice when he's when he's becoming the bird i'm like that's hilarious it's so good yeah that yeah i I really liked his character because it it showed you know wizards may be all powerful but you know he's afraid of shit too like he's mm-hmm. he's human in that aspect and right he's trying he's trying to avoid like <clears throat> responsibility and like <clears throat> you know and and yet at the same time like taking on probably more than he should you know like right. he cares he just is there's just so much that he has to do that he can't accomplish really by himself Right. I mean, he has these multiple shops open that are, you know, to help the townsfolk. And then it all, like, comes crumbling down. Oh, my gosh. Whenever I first saw Markle put on the outfit, I literally lost my shit. I was laughing (laughs) so hard. I was like, oh, my God, this movie just took on a whole other level. (laughs) Like, at first I thought he was pretending to be the wizard. Mm, Like, that he, you know, that, that... an actual child was the wizard that they'd been like depending maybe on. Maybe he's yeah. Maybe he's Howl. Like, yeah. Well, I <laughs> thought maybe he was a wizard. Like not necessarily. Yeah. Ho- like I knew he wasn't right. Howl, but right. Oh my god! I was like, this is so amazing. It's such a good disguise. <laughs> it's right? and oh my god, there is like one scene where he was um uh where Sophie and him were out getting potatoes and. She was like, don't look now, but there's, you know, those blob guys over there. And um, <laughs> if you see that scene, his eyes, like, look over to the left, but in, like, a really, like, what's going on over there manner. And, like, because you can't see <laughs> his, like, mouth or anything, it looks so funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, this is supposed to be a serious scene, and I'm just laughing my ass off. Like... <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it's too good of a disguise. Oh it's, god, yeah. And it's such a stereotypical like wizard or wizard's right? apprentice disguise. <laughs> He's like so tidy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no. I he was a great character. Sophie was a really good character. I thought that they did an amazing job with her. She is, you know, this human that is just kind of at this job that she seems like she enjoys, but she's not really a part of, you know, the other girls or the community. Like, she's more on her own, and yeah, she goes and talks to her sister, but even, like, with her sister, she doesn't really fully, you know, talk about herself with her sister. She kind of brushes it off. And I love the fact that when um, the Witch of the Waste cursed her... She was, like, upset at first, right? But then she's mm-hmm. just like, all right, this is my life. Like, this is... Yeah. Like, 
I I he doesn't would just not, like have a mental breakdown right? and like I would not have know. been able to handle that likely. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, she uh, yeah, she's a very strong character, and you know, throughout the movie, they really show like how determined she is, how powerful, even though she's just you know a human or whatever. She like I I really like how they changed. The way she looked throughout the movie showing, Mm -hmm. like, her reflection within herself. Like, she is feeling more youthful, so she usually looks more youthful. She's feeling more old and not as beautiful, and so she looks old and beautiful. I thought that was a really interesting thing that I hadn't really seen before at this level in a movie. Yeah, I completely agree. I love that when she's old... Like, when she's first old, kind of building on top of what you're saying, where she she doesn't freak out. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I would freak out and lose it. Lose it. And But on top of yeah. that, when she goes to Howl's castle... Oh, my and, gosh. <laughs> you know, she's no longer in the hat shop, so she doesn't, you know... She's not in that space where it's like, oh, I just have this job and this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. That she acts completely differently yeah. and like she's now like a whole new character and it's kind of like but it, we know it's still sophie it's just an old version right. of her and now she feels like she can be herself which is yeah it's awesome it's such I, a cool yes. way to do that it, it really is and it's funny because um whenever i was watching it i was like first of all props to this old lady climbing a fucking mountain almost <laughs> like holy shit and then second of all she is just going along, not really sure, I don't think, of what she's doing or where she's going. Like, is is she trying to get to Howl or is she trying to get to the Witch of the Waste? Like, I'm not really sure exactly. I didn't really understand that transition, like, if she was trying to find them or if she was just happened upon them. Oh, like upon Howl and his castle? Yeah. Oh, I took it as, and I think I think this is one of... I don't think this movie has a ton of faults, but I think one of the problems with this movie is in certain parts you can tell that there is a bigger story that right. was a whole book. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so that it feels like there are like some pieces missing. Like, I think right. especially like with Turniped and stuff, like yes. that ending for him is extremely abrupt. Like, not the reveal, yes, but I just really like wanted... after the reveal, there's like nothing. And yes, I like, feel there's like no there's no way that's yeah, there's no way that's like one sentence in the book. So oh, I think no. <laughs> yeah, for her going out, I think she was looking for the witch of the waste. Like I think she was okay, looking for her to undo the curse. She wasn't specifically looking for Howl. She just stumbled upon his castle. Or Turnip had led her there rather. <laughs> right. What because what I thought was that well, I don't know if she ever said it out loud to herself or anything, but I remember hearing, like, one of the farmers or something when she was passing by saying, oh, yeah, she's going to visit her sister, but I told her that it's, like, in the witch's, you know, realm or whatever. So that kind of gave it away. I think she was, yeah, like, making up... I think she was making up stories to people, like, because she didn't want to tell them, I'm going to go see the Witch of the Waste. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right, right, right. But, yeah, so I think that was her (laughs) intent, was to go to see the Witch of the Waste. Okay, yeah, based on that, that was my assumption. But <laughs> I love that she doesn't take any shit from Calcifer. 
Yeah, <laughs> he's such a little sassy fireball. That, like, like that. You know, I mean, she did have he's that. A demon. Ex- she did have that experience where she was chased in the alley with hell with by all those glob monsters, right. which would be absolutely terrifying. But yeah, bes- besides that, we presume that you know she might not have experienced much demon nonsense right. <laughs> previous to that. And then Calcifer's like, "Oh, I'm this terrible fire demon." And she's like. You're going to cook me some eggs. <laughs> yes, yes. Bacon and eggs, man. <laughs> He's like, I only cook for hell. Oh, my gosh. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. I. He was a gr- such a great character throughout the whole movie. And, like, my heart broke slightly when Markle was like, don't leave us. I love you. Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. The the feels, man. So many yep. emotions. <laughs> I was like, they're a cute little family that's really weird. <laughs> right. It's like, this is a really weird dysfunctional family, but it, <laughs> yes. it works somehow. They have Turnip Head. They have this dog that used to be, you know, Madam Solomon, who is like the quote-unquote bad guy. and mm-hmm. But only a bad guy when... An, like, in the fact that Hal doesn't have his heart, you know? And then she's kind of like, okay, whatever. But I will say, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about the love story in this movie. Because, you know, it's... <sighs> Some movies do a really great job of love stories. Some movies... I, w- I won't necessarily argue that. <laughs> are terrible and some is a is an understatement i, I know i know i'm just saying you know some yes. and some yes. blah 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 they both but, exist yes exactly it can be done and it can <clears throat> be done wrong right and i think overall i really liked how they did this story in in the fact that she loved him first and you know more and then it was like I don't know. There wasn't any scenes where I was like, we're like in Alita, you know, where you're like, okay, let's get this over with. Like, I didn't really feel any scenes where I was like, oh my God, this is dragging on forever. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I I agree. I feel like, um, I think the only thing for me, like with Sophie's character, I love her character, but I think like, and I don't know if you can do this, especially in a movie that's this short (laughs) and, you know, (laughs) but... When she breaks, you know, her curse and is back to being actually young again. Right. Like, I I can tell she's definitely changed from the beginning of the movie. Yes. But it, it just feels like that the old version of her isn't, like, all there. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like since the scenes where she's young at the end mostly have to do with the love story with Howl, like... Yeah. None of those things with the love story with how, like you said, none of them I was like, oh, get this over with. But it felt right. like we didn't get to have her be young and inter- like interacting with Markle and Calcifer and, you know, everyone. Yes. Like in the same way she would as the old lady. Right. So I kind of wish we had gotten that. I don't fault the movie for it. I'm not like, oh, you messed up. <laughs> but <laughs> right. I, it felt like the young version of her like was just to then be in love with Howell because that was the only thing left to do. Like, because everything else was done, which is fine. I mean, there wasn't much time left, but (laughs) I was kind of hoping to see more of the old lady when she was physically young. Yes, because I think that, like, I mean, her hair never changed back, but I think that that was because she still carries, you know, part of that 
you know, age and like humility in terms of beauty isn't everything and that she's aged because of the experience. I don't right. know if this is any of this is accurate. It's all bullshit, <laughs> but hey, you know, <laughs> all, this whole everything's bullshit. It's fine. <laughs> We're allowed to say whatever we want. Uh, this week, <laughs> bullshit. No. Um, okay. This is this is slightly tangentially related. Okay. Okay. Hair. Okay. How? You have to rank the hairs: blonde, redhead. <laughs> Black, black hair. hair, black hair. Holy shit! When he had black hair, I was <laughs> top like, top tier, top tier. Hot yep. Damn. <laughs> I, I will, co- I will concede. Black hair is top tier. <laughs> that, yeah, he looks yeah. best with black hair for sure. When, when he had the blonde hair, I was like, ooh, he just looks kind of like a ghost. <laughs> like, it's too much white going on. It also felt like Christian Bale's voice matched that character better when it had black hair. Like, I don't know. Yes, like, it has nothing to do with what Christian Bale looks like in real life. Just the voice itself. No, it just, I, it just I felt agree. like it fit that character better um i was yeah. upset that he was ragging on the red hair dude it, right it looked, be- it looked better than the it blonde. looked way better on, than dude. the blonde it's <laughs> like why is he freaking out how and then, dare you oh my god when he had his little fit and was just becoming ooze yeah he, he's becoming oh. ooze and she's just like oh he's just having a tantrum she's just having a tantrum <laughs> like a little bitch and then is he dead oh my god yeah <laughs> no he's just having a tantrum and then oh my gosh when <laughs> When they're carrying him upstairs, and his towel fell off. Oh down. yeah! And she sees that, and her eyes like widen. And I'm like, oh my god, this is hilarious. <laughs> oh jeez, so okay, funny. Sophie, mm-hmm. young Sophie, yeah. original hair or silver hair? I mean, personally, I mean, I like it shorter. Oh sure, well yeah, but I mean, just color. I don't know. Ugh. I don't really like the silver, but I'm not like, oh, it's terrible. Sure. It just makes her look older, which is fine. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, silver's top tier for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> that that hair that is... That was doing it for you? <laughs> excellent, yes. That, that was a good look to me. Not that, you know, oh, the original hair is bad. It's just the silver is right, great. Right, right. And the short hair, I agree. Obviously, the short hair better. for sure was way better. Yes, but I, I was like, I think I like it, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the, it's not a hair that you see on a young girl that often. <laughs> it's right, not a hair color exactly. you see every day on young women. Um, yeah, it's hard to have a great reference for that. Other okay, very not very, but kind of random. Sophie is able to fucking help calcifer and howl i mean granted calcifer is technically part of howl because he has his heart or whatever Mm. but i love that she had to give him her hair in order for him to like explode and be all powerful right (laughs) oh my gosh needed that physical piece (laughs) needed some of that old school magic (laughs) yeah Lock, a, lock it of your hair or whatever. Yeah. I liked how magic was treated in this movie in terms of, like, that most of the characters, including Sophie to an extent, like, as the movie goes on, are just so nonchalant about everything. Right. Like, that just magic's just happening. It's like, yeah, whatever, dude. Um, <laughs> yes. But, like, in the very first uh, <laughs> intro of that is when they're <laughs> eating at the table and then Sophie pulls <laughs> out the 
the note that has the scorch uh, marks on it. It burns the table. Oh my <laughs> god! Howl's reading it. And he's like, "You who swallowed a falling star, oh heartless man, your heart shall soon belong to me." That can't be good for the table. <laughs> yes. yes. And then he just wipes it away. Just wipes like, it off. Holy shit! That was insane. Yeah. No, I I really liked Howl's um, humor in the movie because it was. Because it's not outward or, you know, looking for laughs from anyone. It's just, you know, he says it and then he's gone and you're like, oh, that just happened. <laughs> yeah, right, right. He's just nonchalant. He's not, like, necessarily trying to put on a show for anyone. But right. He's just, it's... That's just how he is. And I love the idea for this movie that <laughs> he is so full of himself because of how beautiful he is. And... Like, poor Sophie's like, I used to be decent, and now look at me, like, fuck yeah. you. Well, and she even thought, she like, when she was young, she thought she wasn't beautiful. Like, yeah, she's like, yeah. oh, Howell wouldn't come for me, because she he only comes for right. beautiful girls. And then uh-huh. she's an old woman, and she's like, shut the fuck up, Howell. <laughs> yes. I'm yes. an old woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You'd have yeah. nothing to complain about. Yeah. And, like, okay, that's insane. She, she like, got upset once, and then she was like, okay, I that's stupid. Let's not deal with this. And then Howell is just like, oh. Yeah, losing his mind. <laughs> losing his mind. <laughs> was the scene where Howell comes back and she goes to find him in the tunnels, was that a dream or was it real? Like, in the tunnels where he's the bird? Yeah. And he's like, you can't even stop your own curse, or whatever. And she's young, and then turns old. I think that was real. Okay, see, I couldn't tell because she woke up and she was in her bed old. And so, like, I was like, and then she was like, oh, did Hal come in? And he's like, yeah, he just came in. And, like, like, you hear him in the bath. Right, yeah. There's also... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to add on to that, I mean, she goes through the door and sees how young Howl, you know, eat mm-hmm. cal- calcifer. She's like, oh, find me in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, before she said that, I was like, this is a really convenient vision she's having. Right. And then and then she's it's like, no, she time traveled? Like she actually right. went back in time and said to Howl, Hey, find me in the future. I'm like, wait, what? Yes. I was like, holy shit, my mind just got blown a little bit. Yeah, it's like I don't know why this is happening, but I guess time travel is a thing now. That's all right. Yeah, and it went through the door too. It wasn't like something else. It was through his door. And then right. it disappeared. I- yeah, and that's like, oh, one time only. <laughs> it's on now. <laughs> All right. Like, I mean, because uh. it kind of, it makes sense for um, uh, Howell at the beginning of the movie when he finds her and he pretends like, oh, pretends he's with her to the guards so they don't, you know, do what they were going to do mm-hmm. to her. Right. Which is... First of all, they're supposed to be fucking guards, like assholes. Anyway, go Sam, ahead. what world do we live in? Come on. <laughs> I know, I know, but seriously. <laughs> um, but specifically, he says, there you are. I've been looking mm-hmm. all over for you. Yes. I'm like, 
Has Howell been looking for Sophie his whole goddamn life? Right? Oh my <laughs> and gosh. Because she went back in time. I'm like, what the? I thought it, when it was just a vision, I'm like, oh, this is convenient for the plot. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's time And then it's like, find me in the future. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, is that legal? <laughs> Can you do that? Right? But yeah, like with, with the tunnels, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I, I couldn't quite tell. It was really difficult to tell. Um, yeah. I thought it was interesting that she looked young when she was sleeping. Yeah, right. And it's probably because she is dreaming in a younger fashion. Like, not of herself younger, but, you know, her dreams may not revolve around old people things. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Like, it's probably about Howl and how hot he well, is or something. Well, right. Her <laughs> dreams are probably, like, you know... More of a girl rather it- than an old lady. <laughs> Yes, but also, like, yeah, like, might be romanticized, and, you know, like, those are the moments where, like, she's confronting Solomon and is like, oh, no, like, she's saying how great Mm -hmm. Howl is, and Howl's never gonna fall for your stuff, Mm -hmm. and as she's saying that, she becomes younger, so it's like, her dreams might be, like, her exaggerated picture of Howl as well, so, could be that. Yeah. Why she's young. Right. Okay, this is... (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Sophie's little sister. Oh God! Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. <clears throat> what do you think? What do you think's going on there? <laughs> I um yeah. <laughs> it's so casual and like it's like it's not even mentioned and like every single dude in the mm-hmm. whole world knows her and is like oh hey it's great to see you yes. and like everyone in the cookie shop is like please wait no don't go yeah <laughs> like i you know cookies are great but i don't think they're all there for that <laughs> no i think they're there for some other cookies like oh my gosh and and it was so so funny <laughs> uh Kevin was saying in there, he's like, man, all of the dudes in this town are so horny. <laughs> yep. Because yep. that was right after the scene with the two guards. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Everyone is it's ridiculous, it's man. insane. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Sophie's got to compete with her sister. Of course she doesn't feel beautiful. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she her sister looks more like her mom rather than she does. Like, she probably mm-hmm. took after her dad. Which you never yeah. meet because she, because her dad either is dead and she, her mom's like, oh yeah, I, I married someone else. <laughs> yeah. It's like just He's thrown super in rich. there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like her, I think, I think it might have been mentioned, maybe not, but I think she, she, it was somehow mentioned that it was like her sixth husband or something insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and, like, again, it's, like, that's another thing that, like, there was definitely more plot there <laughs> that yeah. didn't exist. Because, like, then she goes back to the car, and it's, like, okay, now take me to my husband. Um, it's, like, okay, there's something, like, with this, like, the whole husband thing. Like, right. Like, because why, why would it be, like, okay, I did what you asked, now take me to my husband. Right. Like, not, like, take me home, not take me wherever. Like, I think it's because. Husband. I'm, like, all right. I think it's because they were holding him hostage. Like, it wasn't yeah, said, something. but. Yeah, like, there's some know. other plot going on there that yeah. probably existed in the book and <laughs> didn't make the cut in the movie, which is right. fine by me, but. Yeah. It was, like, it was just she has like, a husband, huh? and, oh, she betrayed them, but, all right, and <laughs> it was all very fast. Yeah. I love how the Witch of the Waste was just smoking that cigar. Just yep. like, yeah, this is great. 
and, and that was the thing screwing everything up. Right? <laughs> It's like, ah, dang it. (laughs) She (laughs) thought she, it's like, oh, I got the bug, so we're good. (laughs) No, you're smoking the smoke. Yeah, it's like, you're smoking that. (laughs) I'm like, how would you think that there's only one bug? Like, come on. This is like a witch for a king. There's gonna be more. (laughs) Right. To me, it's not a Miyazaki movie. Well, that's not true. There are Miyazaki movies that don't have this. But don't have a scene where you're like, oh, God. Um... (laughs) Because there are just so many of them that have something like that. Uh-huh. Um, I was going to say, like, all of them. I'm like, wait, maybe not, like, Kiki's Delivery Service. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. But where the Witch of the Waste is in the room with the light bulbs and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. my God, that is what right? is going on? <laughs> yeah. What are these giant light bulbs and why do they take away your magic? Right? How do they take away your magic and then turn you the age you're supposed to be? Like, what? Right. I presume oh that's because she was using magic to yeah. make herself well, yeah, young. She was, remember, she was getting exhausted, and as she was coming up the steps, she kept right. on She's looking older and older. Older and older, right. Yeah, because she couldn't use her magic as much. <laughs> right. So they drained all the magic, and then oh she went full that- old. <laughs> Right. I that- like how they they rolled her up on like a little <laughs> cart yes. after that. I was like, what? Yeah. That, uh, I'm then- just imagining someone uh. had to pick her up and put her on that cart <laughs> and roll yep. her out there. Yep. Oh, my God. And then maybe one of the, the like, uh, she had like a million identical looking boys. That was really creepy. Yeah. Her like anyway. henchmen or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It was really weird. I was wondering if they were all, like... Images of uh, Howl? It was weird, because, like, (laughs) I couldn't tell if it was either, like, they were, like, creations of hers, or if they were apprentices, and she made them all look like Howl, because because Howl, she probably made look like that as well, like... Right. Or, or, you know, chicken or egg, you know, who knows. Yeah. But regardless, after how all of her, like... It's freaking creepy, man. Yeah, it's real weird. Also, th- that was another missing plot thing, certainly, is that, you know, she's helping the king with the whole war thing. Yeah. She's taking the power from wizards and witches and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to get Howl. And then Howl gets his heart. And she's like, oh, dang it. God, his heart found his true love. All right, let's end the war. Right. Wait, I was like, what? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. What? There's got to be more with that because I feel like her character had way more than they actually showed in the movie. You know what I mean? Like she had more dimensions, but they weren't able to show it in the movie because there was just too much to show. And right. so they cut it short, but... Yeah, there were a lot, there were like scenes with her where I was like, I feel like there's more to this, but I yep. don't know what. <laughs> yeah, which I'm all right with not everything like getting. Oh answered. yeah, definitely. Like, I liked that they didn't ever like go into the details of the war and like what exactly oh, was yeah. going on because it's just like there's this chaos and it's like we don't know why. Right. But but there's chaos and like there's people constantly fighting. Right, and then it was so bizarre that there was fighting over her town because it was just them like themselves bombing it it was really weird anyway um i i wasn't really like really thinking into it because i again i feel like there were 
ulterior motive. Ah, yeah. Or something like that. There there was more to her than met the eye and was talked about. Yeah, but. I agree. And yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what the war was about, but that's the, the intent, I believe. Yeah. Is for you not to know that, but I like the ships. They were super cool. Anyway. That had like the flapping parts. It kind of <laughs> reminded me well, it re- what it reminded me of, and I think well, I know what you're it hopefully say. will remind me of, are the ships in Dune, and okay. uh, the airships in Dune are called mm-hmm. ornithopters, and mm-hmm. they're bir- like basically like birds, like they have wings that flap to fly. And I was like, "Ooh, that's cool." I'm like, I hope it's like this. Is, it's like somewhere like between this and a real bird is what I want those things to look like in the Dune movie. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, but th- yeah, I really like the ship design. It was bizarre, yeah, but it was still really cool. I mean, it was Miyazaki bizarre. It was perfect. Yes, and absolutely. I loved how they had weird, like tiny little wings too, like of actual, mm-hmm. like, like actual looking wings. Yes, sticking out. Of, like, random holes in the ship. Like, right, just, like, what? flapping. <laughs> it's like, what? What? Yeah. It's all it's all about them aerodynamics. Right? Oh, my gosh. It was, it was so bizarre. And, man, whenever they were, like, pooping out all of those wizards, yeah, <laughs> I was like, right. oh, God. That, that, that pooping, yeah, the, the animation and the... Ugh. I was like, yeah, oh, it's like I, don't, I don't know if we needed that. <laughs> You could have just like opened the door and let them out yeah, or no. something. I mean, nope, you gotta, I feel like poop them out. Yeah, all Miyazaki films have some gross like blob. They gotta have odd thing. things, yeah. yeah. That, like, you know, <laughs> and especially like the the which of the waste henchmen. Oh, this, oh, this yeah. is another thing right from the beginning of the movie where I was like, this is so Miyazaki. It hurts. <laughs> is when is the whole design of. The Witch of the Waste in her cart being carried by those two oh, goons God. in the suits. When you and like saw her how face. they're just like Yeah, and like and the goons are, are like in the suits, like just like balled up on the ground basically. Like they're <laughs> just like a pile and then yep. like they just like snap up and become like actual people and carry yes. the cart. I'm like, that is that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I was like, this is this is Miyazaki for sure, because it was like really creepy and a little unsettling, but you know, typical <laughs> yeah she she carries around all of her uh goons in like a in cup. her purse or a cup <laughs> like, yeah yeah just like she's got this little arm to reach out and pick it up I'm right like, what the heck <laughs> that's so yeah. weird but it's awesome yeah random jump but i absolutely love when the witch of the waste and sophie are climbing the stairs and oh, sophie that whole scene was <laughs> hilarious was so funny sophie's <laughs> Darkness, like she keeps thinking it's Howl. It's like, why are you so goddamn heavy? (laughs) (laughs) And then she like takes a break, and then like she's like, you can make it, you can make it. (laughs) Like she's she's being so nice to her for like cursing her. Yep. And and like I love one of my favorite scenes was just when she got to the top, she like plops Heen on his back and he's like struggling to turn <laughs> yeah. over. He's, he's like a turtle. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I really lost it. Like I was yeah. like this is too much. Uh she the witch of the waste looked 
horrifying when she was climbing those stairs and sweating and just like gobs of her flesh just like oh i was like was gag gag <laughs> super gross <laughs> oh my gosh yeah she thought she cursed sophie to look old but right nope. <laughs> like, ooh, check yourself <laughs> yeah ooh, yeah. yeah yeah sophie's like cheering her on the whole time right are you the witch of the waster aren't you yeah <laughs> And I love how, like, the Witch of the Waste is like, man, how does she get all that energy? I'm like, it's because she's not a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) And because she's young at heart. (laughs) Yup. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I like to think also, I mean, I I don't think this is probably exactly how it worked, but, like, because we got a little smidgen of calcifer at the end when he's Mm -hmm. back to his you know star form yes um i like to think that calcifer is like a portion of hal's personality and like he's like he is similar to hal and so i don't i don't think of it as like oh his heart's like one part of him and the rest of him's in hal like and they're Mm -hmm. like separate or different but you can tell that like calcifer and hal are like pretty similar like yeah they're two certain like aspects they're two like souls you know yeah so like it it would make sense that calcifer had hal's heart (laughs) inside him yeah and i always was curious about that like did he even know what he was doing when he gave his like took his heart out like i don't know it was it was yes again it was an interesting thing that wasn't there was no explanation it just kind of happened and which is totally fine, but yeah, it's it's fine. I think it's I think I think that <laughs> it was like it was an agreed upon cro- contract between the two of them. Like, gotcha. That cal- that it was like making a deal with the devil, like making a deal with the demon, um, right? And Calcifer was like, "Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, sure, I'll take your heart. Why not?" Um. But yeah, I I love that like Calcifer like makes subtle references to the fact that it's Hal's heart like without ever saying it outright. Yes, because like, just he like hinting at it throughout the movie. Can't probably I don't know. Uh yeah, who knows if he can or not? But he's like he's like oh like Hal doesn't have a heart and he he was made that way or whatever and yeah uh, all that good stuff. But yeah, like just subtle <laughs> hints to what the actual ending is gonna be yeah always love when movies do that when it's not blatant (laughs) (laughs) right yes agreed like like i think the first time i watched this like when the witch of the way says oh you've got howl's heart yeah is the first time like it's said i I think the first time i saw this i didn't really know until that moment yeah like i think the first time i watched it i wasn't because i wasn't thinking about that (laughs) like i wasn't because the movie at least pretty much up until that point never makes that right an issue like it's like oh apparently like how eats hearts and maybe he doesn't have a heart but right that him not having a heart is not like specifically a plot point like it's not like what the characters are all talking about and like what's progressing the plot of the movie like mm-hmm. the whole movie is happening all the characters are talking and blah, blah 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 and this guy just happens not to have a heart like right so up to that point i was like oh Oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. All right. Yeah, of course. It all makes sense. But so it did the the perfect like it made hints to it, but it didn't go, hey, <laughs> it's probably hey his heart in there. <laughs> right. No, I I thought 
I got maybe, I'm trying to remember when exactly I did, but I think there was one thing that Calcifer said that I was like, oh, I think he's the demon who has his heart. Mm -hmm. And he can't necessarily give it back to him without something else happening. Right. And that's another like plot point thing where like, why could Sophie just like shove it in there? And it's like maybe it's like, oh, true love had to do it, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, they 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 said like well, Calcifer was like, You're the only one who is able to throw water on me. Maybe you can, you know, put his heart back or something like that. And right. so I was like, Yeah, I mean, she's been really fucking powerful this entire movie. She probably can. <laughs> sure, let's try it. <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> Like, the most powerful non-wizard or witch in this movie. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I like the, like, brief magic battle with Suleiman. Yeah. It, like, that would scare the absolute <laughs> crap out of me. Yep, <laughs> it's like, like, don't look oh, down. <laughs> now you're, yeah, now you're drowning underwater. Oh, now you're, like, thousands of miles of a, yep. overhead. I'm like, okay, those are two things I'm not a fan of. <laughs> <laughs> happening that quickly back to back yeah, and then the witch of the waste is like holding on to sophie for dear life <laughs> right like she's like actually gonna fall and die yep oh my god yeah that was terrifying and then like all of those stars surrounding them i was like what the fuck is happening right now <laughs> <laughs> right yeah like that and it mirrored the like light bulb scene where like yes. the weird figures like, was, like walked oh, around her like, is she taking, like, her, his power somehow? Yeah, I was like, what's happening? Right. And, those, again, that's another creepy thing. Like, weird shapes that look like mm -hmm. people singing a little child oh, song. Oh, God. That's, that's not okay. Horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd probably shit Stranger my pants. Stranger danger. <laughs> not okay. <laughs> um, But, uh, I... Okay, the other wizards, they all become, <laughs> like, that... The same, like, weird bat Blob. thing. Like yeah, like sort of yeah. like a like a fat bat or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know a better way like to describe bat, it. Bat and or fly. They kind of remind yeah. me of a fly, like but blobby. <laughs> yeah, right. And and howl is like awesome. Howl's <laughs> like this fucking eagle, like yeah, <laughs> like a like bird, this huge like... bird that's just like the best. I'm like, right? Howl's howl's so cool. <laughs> it's so much cooler than all the other wizards. Like everyone's this Jesus. lame monster, and Howl's <laughs> this awesome bird. Well, I think I think the idea was that they gave themselves over to fighting this battle, and because they did that in a uniform way, like they were all right. going to look all similar the or the same. Thing. Yeah. yeah. They probably still had a choice, but, like, I, I oh, that's why I did. wondered, like... They chose well, to do that. Well, they chose to give themselves over, but I was, like... Yeah. In terms of, like, what they became specifically, I was, like, can Howl I don't become think other things? Or can he only... Like, is there a reason why... Like, did he just choose that form to keep going back to because he right. likes it? Or is that, like, his... Is it, like... Like... Not like His he's a werewolf or something, form. but yeah, like, does yeah. every wizard have, like, a... But, like, obviously, the all the other wizards were, like, carbon copies, so <laughs> I would imagine you can become something else, but... Right. Otherwise, it'd be really coincidental that they were all the same. <laughs> Turns out they were all brothers. No, We didn't kidding. have the budget to animate a bunch of different-looking wizards. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> I'm what I'm imagining. I don't know if this is right, but I'm imagining that they actually look all look different. But she or someone transformed it so they look. The they same. like look uniform. So then yeah. you. They not that look, it would be ideal, but you know that they those look like are, troops in a war. Yeah, they're yeah. your troops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that because like, I mean, who knows? <laughs> because like Kalsor with the whole like you know if you turn into that monster, then you'll never turn back into yes. whatever. It was like, is it is it you turn into any monster? Then you're stuck right. that way forever. Can you just do whatever? Can I, oh, can I become this like giant behemoth thing that's awesome? <laughs> like, can I become like a yeah. dinosaur? Like, can, right. can I be a a giant dragon or a something? Dragon? Oh, I, oh I, yeah. Like, oh, I'm stuck here. Oh no, I'm a dragon now. Like, <laughs> darn or, it. <laughs> or yeah, is it you know you have like your monster form and yeah, like you said, maybe Solomon was just like changing them to look similar, but yeah, who knows. Who knows? Who knows? That's fine, though. Yeah. One of my favorite things that Sophie says in the near the beginning of the movie is when she saves Turniphead and he, like, is leaving to go help her find a place to stay. She's like, take care, Turniphead. <laughs> it's just, like, so ridiculous. And, like, the introduction of his character is hilarious. Like, you're like, what is, what? <laughs> and then you realize he's, like, he's real, or, you know what I mean? Like, he's animated. Mm -hmm. Can't really say that in an animated movie, but you know what I mean. <laughs> right, sure. Um, it's a Miyazaki film, so it's like, all right, this is normal, but this is freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Like, it's normal to her, but it's yeah, so Yeah, she's funny. like, oh, yeah, like, this Take is, care. this is, this is fine. This dude's helping me out. <laughs> yeah. And and I thought that maybe she was saying, like, you know, oh, if you could find me a place to stay, that'd be great. Like, in a sarcastic, like, not really sarcastic, but, you know, she's not really expecting him to be able to do this. <laughs> but... Right. It's like, oh, you know, you do your best. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to cut it, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh Whatever you can do to help. And then the Witch of the Waste at the end is, like, flirting with Turnipet. <laughs> yeah. It's real weird. <laughs> real like, uncomfortable. Wait. Yeah. What, what? I mean, you see both of those characters really early on in the movie. You don't. You wouldn't guess that for an ending. <laughs> that no. I bet at the end, the Witch of the Waste is going to flirt with Turnipet. What are you talking what? about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I wouldn't have guessed that at all. Yeah, no, absolutely not. <laughs> this movie's really good. It, yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of my. I think it's also one of my favorite Miyazaki movies, just because, like, I mean, I'd love like all of them, but right, it's like the easiest one for me to just like throw on. Like, yeah, it's it's not like I mean, like Spirited Away, I love, but one that movie is long, it's really long, <laughs> and, and like it, you know, is slower and has like a lot of down slash like more intense beats to it mm -hmm. like and this movie's just like just going just we're just doing stuff and yep. it's either it's fun and sometimes it's a little scary but it's mostly fun and <laughs> right it just moves real quick yeah i would agree it's one of my favorites now for sure and like for me it's hard to pick a favorite between the two types of Miyazaki films. Like, you can't really... There's, like, 
because they're the there's the ones that are more lighthearted and you know kind of coming of age films that aren't quite as dark like you know my neighbor totoro and Mm -hmm. um ponyo yeah very not dark (laughs) yeah exactly like there's you can't really compare these types of movies like princess mononoke and howl's moving castle right nasca value of the wind (laughs) yeah you cannot compare grave of the fireflies (laughs) (laughs) yeah no (laughs) so you know because one of my favorites is my neighbor totoro because it's yes so freaking adorable it's adorable (laughs) it's talking about character design right oh my gosh yeah, so I will say this is really high up there. Yep. It works, considering it has a different source material, it, you know... Still works really well. Yes, it, it works really well, and it battles with the best of them, I think, of yeah. the Miyazaki movies, for sure. Um, But I think that wraps it up for the Miyazaki yeah. Howl's Moving Castle talk this week. I believe you have a recommendation this week. Yes, I do. Um, You'll be shocked to know, Sam, that I've played this video game called The Binding of Isaac. Mm, No, you haven't. (laughs) You're right. I have just made that up. Liar. Uh, (laughs) That is my recommendation. recommendation this week is The Binding of Isaac. It's a PC game. Actually, it's on consoles too now. Um, But it is a roguelike. It is a dungeon crawler. It's very simple at its core you walk around and you shoot enemies they try to shoot you back there are items (laughs) there's money and shops it's all very simple but that basis foundation makes for a really easy way to get into the game initially but the game has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of items that you can also unlock as you progress it has new bosses and things you can unlock as you progress and all of these items combine in wacky ways and crazy combinations to make these cool builds for your character. And the reason why this works is because this game is designed to be replayable. This is this is a game where if someone mm-hmm. bought this game and played through it once, <laughs> was like, I beat the game, they're doing it wrong. <laughs> this, this, game, <laughs> this game is intended for, you know, multiple runs because each run is completely different. It's, you know, procedurally mm-hmm. generated. It's random. And so all of your items are going to be random. The enemies you encounter are going to be random. And so no two runs are going to be alike. And so the replayability, as I can attest to, is really high <laughs> for this game. <laughs> like, you know, you might Yeah, how get... many... We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> okay, okay. How many hours I, you got in there? <laughs> I, I think I... Uh, okay, I'll, I think between the original and the new one, I have like like 700 hours or something in, <laughs> in those games. Because they're so easy to... and. I I've never like sat down and played, you know, like 6 hours of the Binding of Isaac or something. <laughs> right. But it's a perfect like a, a run Jump in. takes, you know, maybe maybe at tops 30 to 40 minutes, but you know, usually not even that long, especially when you're just starting and then you're done. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like oh, I've got to, you know, put this down and come back to it later. Like you just sit down, play for 30 minutes and then you're done. You can play another run mm-hmm. if you want, but, you know, it's a really easy time sink. And each time you come back to it, since it's designed to be replayable, is completely different. So I would highly recommend it if you're looking for that game that you can just keep coming back to. Yeah. 
I would totally agree with that. Yeah. Well, everyone, this has been Expand Cool. Check us out on Facebook.com slash Expand Cool or Twitter.com slash Expand Cool for episode information and polls for episode topics. Feel free to share your first reaction and or thoughts on Howl's Moving Castle on our social media. If you want to directly support us, visit Patreon.com slash Expand Cool. Tune in next week for our discussion on Into the Spider-Verse. I'm Sam. And I'm Kevin. Thank you for listening.